Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the No Apologies Given podcast. I am here today with Ali and Samin. Before we start, make sure to check out our website, uh, noapologiesgiven.com. Uh, you can find all our episodes there. Yeah, assalamu alaikum. What's going on, guys? Wa alaikum assalam. What's going on? How are you guys doing? Alhamdulillah, good. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Uh, Yas couldn't be here. I think he's uh, out on gust, you know, with the, the flaky Jamaat guys at the moment. You <laughs> <laughs> knew what time it was supposed to be here, man. Um, what, what is that? Oh, you don't know Gusht? Nah. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. I, I literally, the, the f- uh, the I swear to God, that's a word for meat in Bengali, right? <laughs> don't lie. Is it really? Is Gusht is meat? Yeah, Gusht. Or is it Gusht or Gold? Gusht. 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 Gusht, man. Come on. Gosht. I don't know my language. <laughs> you don't know your own language. That's like, it's the same in Urdu, Gusht. No, so gasht is like the you know when they when they have their like field trips, you know when they're gonna go out and give like again that sounds so nice. <laughs> no, no, you like when they have to like go and they have to go and knock on people's doors. You know what I mean? You know like what the uh, the you know like the, the Jehovah's Witnesses when they come and knock yeah, on your door. Yeah, so that's their gush, isn't it? That's what they call gush. Oh, I had, I had, uh, I had guys uh, literally turn up the other day. So um, it was on a Sunday, I think it was. Um, and they turned up, right? And uh, so I opened the door. I was on the phone. And I opened the door. And they were like, I don't know, four like, bearded meters there. And they were like, oh, yeah, we want to we wanna invite you to the muscle or something like that. Is, is it that? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's what they do. So they come in, and then what one of them will do is like they'll come and give you a little speech. Uh, so like I remember one time like they knocked on my door. This was and I was living right near the masjid. Yeah. So they already like the guys that the imam knows me to come to the masjid and everything. Yeah. So he came. The guy comes and knocks on the door, and I was running late, right? And what I was running late for wasn't it wasn't like anything Islamic, but it was something that I wanted to do. I think I think I was going out for dinner or something, you know. So uh, and that guy knocks on the door and he's like, "Oh, can we have a little time? Can we come in?" I was like, "Look, you're coming from the masjid. I come to the masjid all the time. Yeah, I'm probably gonna see you there at Fajr." <laughs> <laughs> so the guy like took it. He took it like a bit offensive. And I was like, "Look, you know, you don't need to come to tell us. And he, we all come to the same masjid. We come there to pray." So he's like, "Okay, okay, let the little guy just do a speech." I was like, "Okay, come and do it." So obviously one of the guys comes in and he does his little uh, pre-prepared thing. Which which is what exactly? You know about the importance of coming to the masjid or they have like uh, these five amals, isn't it, that they have to push. So amals are like their five actions. Okay. And uh, that's what they, you know. Like like personal goals? No, no. Their five amal is their, uh, their... their basis for their actions, basis for their group. So oh, you're there. To... Why are they doing that particular action? No, no. Um, okay, I've totally five, lost the plot. Five points, man. So, so the five amal, the mm. five, uh, how do you say it in English? The five actions that the Tabliki Jamaat are like basically pushing. Right. Right? You mean the obligations that they consider? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So if I remember, one of them is like Dawa, uh, what the what the what are they man? I'm, I'm such a bad tabliki man. I just forgot all the. <laughs> <Such a bad laughs> I forgot all these man. 
I'll probably only Wahhabi Tabliki man, but yeah, as uh, I forgot where. Anyway, I forget where I can't. I, I'm trying to Google it, but I don't know what their five principles are. Anyway, yeah. So they got these five principles. Mm. So uh, the guy has to do a lecture, or like right. a little. Oh, six. See, that's how bad I am. They got six. So it's kalima, salat, ilm, uh, ikrami Muslim, like honoring a Muslim, uh, ikhlasiniya, like sincerity of your intention and dawa. So that's their six points. Mm-hmm. So they they push them points and they talk whatever they do they talk about that point. Okay, I see what you're saying. So when they give you a little lecture, that's what the lecture is going to be on. It's going to be on one of those things. And do they only do that to? Uh, I'm guessing it's only the, the Muslims. Yeah, so that's the biggest problem that you know I have with them. Their their entire thing is to do that to other Muslims, and mm. it's not just. I'm not slating them or anything, but it's more like they're inviting people to the masjid rather than actually give dawah. So the point of theirs is not to go to like people that are on drugs or people that are, you know, uh, doing other stuff and yeah. trying to correct them. And it's more about yeah, come to the masjid and then you come to the masjid and they try to get you involved in their little crew, uh, get you out on jamaat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so. What happened was uh, like my teacher. He's um, he's with them, kind of. So he's Arab, yeah, but he's kind of like with with them. So he asked me to take him to one of their meetings, and I'd never been to one of these big meetings, so I was more interested in seeing, you know, what happens at these meetings. Mm-hmm. They're they're admin type meetings. So I go down, and uh, the guy's giving a lecture about how. The 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 European uh, sorry the the India Pakistan and Bangladesh their jamaats have been stopped from going to like a lot of the European and American uh, countries because of visa problems. Oh, so it's actually international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys are big, man. These guys are big. Do they go to so, like s- South America and stuff as well? Yeah, yeah. They've got jamaats going to South America, yeah. everywhere. But now, bro, they had jamaats going to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, they have Jamaat going to so, <laughs> so, so what happens is he's saying like the British guys need to go out on Jamaat to like Europe and uh, America. Yeah. So I don't know why the Americans, the young dudes are not strong on their Jamaat, man. So we have to send guys from here to rectify their affairs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sounds like a free trip to me. It's a. No, you have to pay for it yourself, man. Oh, never mind that. <laughs> uh, I'd be signing up, man, if it wasn't. <laughs> but anyway, so like they they had their thing going. And uh, despite despite what you said, the first options were like to go to Bangladesh. And uh, like they had so many volunteers wanting to go to Bangladesh for four months as well. It wasn't like, you know, three days or 40 days. They were going for four Wait, months. These guys go out for like four months. Four months, dude. Four months. You uh, oh, living yeah. out of a suitcase for four months. Yeah, yeah. In a in a in a masjid. It, uh, isn't there a longer tra- time frame they go? That one year. So the year? one is one year. So the one year is like special. The one that gives one year. He's like the special ones. Do so you, do you get like your own following after that or something? <laughs> they call you Pranasati or something. You're like it's like the old. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> So the guys that have been on trips before and stuff, they call it 
Pranasati is the Pranasati means like old companion or something. Old companion. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So. You know what? You can keep it. I won't go. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, they're getting all these volunteers and whatnot. And like like I said, they're all volunteering to go Bangladesh because uh, the HDMI is going to happen in Bangladesh soon, like one one of the big gatherings. So, like, all these goodies and stuff, they wanted to go, uh, even the Pakistanis wanted to go Bangladesh. I think them from Bangladesh, then they'll go, like, to their own countries, you know, for a holiday or whatever. And these dudes were going for, like, four months, and they had so many volunteers. Each masjid was getting their own jamaat ready to go Bangladesh. Mm. And um, then when it came to Europe, hardly anyone, no one wanted to go. And I was, like, <laughs> quite surprised. And I think part of it is because there's a lot less Muslims than when you go to the European countries. Yeah. And you're having to deal more with uh, just a handful of Muslims. And obviously, because they don't do dawah to non-Muslims as such, yeah. it kind of it kind of kills their, kills their whole objective. They don't want to go because they got to walk so much in Europe. Back <laughs> home. It's just the next door, man. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. And then uh, there was some... They wanted uh, Jamath to go to Orlando as well, which I found strange. Are there not a lot of Muslims in Orlando? Or? They got Disneyland in Orlando. Oh, oh yeah, Florida, Florida, isn't it? Yeah. Florida. I don't know. I don't know why they wanted to go to Orlando, but yeah, <laughs> they wanted to go to Orlando, but they couldn't. They couldn't get hardly any volunteers to go Orlando. Ah. Don't know why. Yeah, so they didn't want to go, but um, it's just strange how it's working, like. <laughs> Four months. I was thinking, man, this dude's gonna be away from his wife and kids for four months. You know, surely it's more important, like giving them dawah and teaching them, and you know, Dude, and it's not like you're going for four months and for a year. Yeah. So I found it really strange, you know, and uh, I don't know. The mentality was very, very weird as well. So like. One guy, he was telling he was telling a story, and this is what I what I I don't like. So the part about like going three days, whatever, okay, whatever, yeah, it mm. is what it is. But this is what I don't like this mentality. So he was telling a story to get everyone motivated, right? So his story was he said that when they were first making their like ijtima, one of their main scholars said, "I want a certain amount of people that I don't want them for forty days. I don't want them for you know." Uh, four months or a year. I want them for life. Yeah, so he wanted dudes that are committed to life, and eighteen people committed, right? And uh, these eighteen people, they suffered. Like this is talking about nineteen fifties Pakistan, and I don't know how they suffered, but I don't know how they ended up like this. But they had no food, no water, nothing. You know, they were just surviving day by day on scraps. Uh huh. And so check this out. So there's one dude, he's been living like this for months. And he gets a message that his daughter's dying, right? Yeah. So he goes home to visit his daughter. And uh, he's picking his daughter up and she's dying. And some guy brings food, like normal food, like salon. Yeah. And he, so he says that the guy this guy who's so religious was so hungry and spent so long without proper food he basically forgot about his daughter that was dying and started eating the food and so his wife started slating him saying you know what kind of person are you mm. you know you're a religious person and you forget about your daughter dying and you've gone for food 
And that guy who obviously told the story latest uh, was said to himself, if only you knew how much I was suffering. Yeah? Right. So okay. he's trying to motivate people by saying, this is how hungry they were that they even forgot about their dying daughters. Uh, and so when food came, they were so desperate to eat the eggs. Right? <laughs> wow. And what I got from there is, my guy left his daughter, daughter right? You know, and lived in some ijtama, and then his daughter ended up like dying. And this guy didn't feel no remorse. Like, I've just left my daughter. You know what, do you know what I mean? It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, what the hell? There's something wrong with this dude. If this is, and I was thinking, why would you even tell a story like that? You know? No, but they're not thinking that at all. Their whole mindset is so warped, right? To, to, to their viewpoint. Yeah, that's what I mean. He, he, that's what I'm saying to you. That for him, this story, like, was so powerful and it had so much meaning. And in my mind, I was just thinking, why the hell would you tell a story about your your teacher being such an idiot? You know, <laughs> it's it, like, it just didn't click on my mind. Like, if I told you some guy a story that, yeah, you know, bro, I was I was out for four months, you know, or six months in some place, and then uh, what were you doing? Oh, I was just maybe I was even I just, was starving. I was starving, you know, and I was just giving, uh, sitting in a masjid, whatever. And then I found out my daughter died. Yeah, yeah. I would look at you thinking, what? You had a daughter, and you just were living in a mad- in the madrasa for six months without your daughter. Is there something wrong with you? You know what I mean? You, you can go uh-huh. back and forth. It's not like it's not like the prophets, Islam, you know, and the Sahaba, so Allah, Allah, yeah. they didn't have. Families, they had families, you know, yeah, and they did dawah and they did everything else, but they lived a balanced life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. So they raised their kids, they get, they taught their kids, they spent time with their kids, then they went out giving dawah, you know, people inviting people to Islam. They went, they went and worked, you know, they did normal day to day things. Yeah, and, and these guys are like four months, man, bloody hell. It seems like you know what. It seems like a feel-good stories. Is 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 that is that like um, an accurate description of it? Like they sit around and tell like feel-good stories without. Seeing because the story like that seems like, like you were saying, it just lacks common sense. But it's supposed to make like he's obviously seeing it a certain way. But as it's left his mouth, it's like do you know, how, do you know yeah, how, yeah. how you when you say something you're like oh it sounded better in my head. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you make up looking like, like, end up looking like a fool, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I feel because <laughs> I obviously I, I've seen uh, like I've been in um, situations like that as well where someone said something you think oh, that sh- you should have left that, you know. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. I got the five miles wrong before I get slated. Okay, go on. So apparently the five out uh, miles are talim. No. So education, two point five hours in the masjid. Um, That's oddly so, specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very specific. Yeah, umumi gushed. I think that means, like, uh, like you know, going out in your local area. Yeah. Behruni gushed, which means like going out, or going out of your area to Wide do area. Like, yeah. And three days and going out with them, going out three days a month or something. You okay. know, like. So that's yeah. that's what it is. Is the, but, oh, gone. So this 
this this uh this other thing that is a lot of this Bahruni guys is uh, other thing. So what they'll do is like if you're in an area, say I don't know, describe any area, Slough, for example, right? Yeah. Guys from Slough will go all the way to Walthamstow or Birmingham or whatever, yeah. right? And then they'll go there and they'll go knocking on people's doors to tell people there to go to the masjid, right? right? And then the guys from Walthamstow say we'll go to Slough or somewhere else, <laughs> right? And they'll go do the same thing. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be more better if you did it in your own area? You know, like... Uh, sounds like a little waste of petrol. You could save you could save a lot of time and petrol by just going to your own local area. It's just a bit of organization, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And another thing is like if you're gonna invite people to the masjid, you gotta make the masjid more friendly as well. You know, I think we yeah. talked about this last time. Yeah. You know, you gotta make the masjid like really friendly and you know welcoming and mm. you know See here here's 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 something. Do they only invite Asian people? <laughs> no, 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 dude. Believe it or not, they've got like some Somali Jamaats and uh but it is like obviously it is definitely an Asian thing more than anything else. Okay. Because uh, it seems it like is. an Asian it seems like an Asian thing. Even like the the um the um the Amals uh, that you're listing, they're very they're obviously Urdu words, aren't they? So Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. They do everything in Urdu as well. And um I don't know because, like I said, the the majority of like um, the people that are in it, they're in it because their parents were in it, their madrasas in in it. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you don't really get many new people. That you you don't get like some university student that's you know maybe far from the dean coming to the dean and then joining the tablik. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't happen. It's all their own little crew and their own little. So what you're saying? Is, so what you're saying is that if you if you don't get intelligent people joining, no, no, I didn't say that. I don't. Judge that's you. what that's that's what you're alluding to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. It's more hereditary, like um, that it passed down from um, like uh, yeah, so a generation so from your parents. Absolutely, like in, to the, the, kids in the UK, stuff, it's dominated yeah. by you know goodies because they you know they brought like the, the and they've done a lot of good things. Like they opened a lot of massages. You know, a lot of madrasas and stuff. So don't get me wrong. On that side, they're quite good. It's just the the dawah side that I get a feeling. You know, they need to do more dawah to non-Muslims. I think a lot of non-Muslims would, you know, maybe be down with that as well. Oh, are you talking about um the the Guji specifically or who? No, tablikis, the oh, tablikis, tablikis okay. generally. Mm. You know, just doing uh, dawah to non-Muslims, are inviting they, are, them. Are they like an offshoot from? The Diobandis, or are they part of the Diobandis? It's just this subgroup that's just uh, that do a certain action. That... Yeah, yeah, they're, they're a subgroup as such. So they, they come under the umbrella of Diobandis, but they're not only Diobandis. So the, do they you, don't have no. Do you get like Brelvi Tablikis? Um, uh, no, no, Brelvis hate anything to do with Diobandis, don't they? So they... Right, so so, the, 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 so this is what I was, I was kind of uh, getting at, is that Tablikis are very much Diobandis in that sense. Yeah, yeah, majority. Okay. You'd probably say 99%, you know, or even higher than that, are Diobandi. So, you know, but it's it's a strange one, like I said, and then they still use a lot of um, very, very dodgy books, you know, the stories and whatnot. What do you mean? What do you yeah. mean by dodgy books? 
you know, like a lot of um lot of these weird type stories about the spear doing that thing and some guy doing that thing and then really weird hadith that you know can you give you an don't example? find it like um off the top of my head no you know i mm. I'm too, to, to be fair probably off the top of my head i couldn't but um if you just pick up like fazail amal and stuff like that you'll mm. read through it which is their main nisab is their main book mm. you'll read through it and uh it's very airy fairy Oh, I see what you're saying. It's very, very airy fairy. Like, why should you like? For example, it'd be like, why, why should you do this? Because there was one guy, and he was walking down the street, and you know, and he read this du'a, and you know, this, this happened. So a lot, lot of anecdotes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of anecdotes. Oh yeah. yes, I got, I, I, I know what you, so I know what you mean by that, right? Yeah, because I got, I got, I got, I got, um. So this one guy tried. He was trying to teach me about uh, Sufism, right? So he had joined mm. like the, <laughs> he joined the Sufi group, right? And this is after I had uh, like studied fit quite like um, extensively. So <laughs> he was, and I knew already knew about Sufism and Salafism and all of that, right? So he was coming to me with this uh, like he had just joined a new tariqa and said, "Look, I'm trying to teach you some stuff." So I was just sitting there and just being polite and listening. And he told me about the story. He goes, uh, so there's one kid who was, uh, one sort of student was being arrogant, right? So his beer sub told him to go and go into the marketplace and buy some alcohol. So he goes into the marketplace and buy some alcohol. But then because of his appearance, because he was uh, had the like garb of a, a student, he was wearing like obviously um, a turban and he had a beard and he had a thobe and everything. He didn't want to obviously carry it openly, so he hid it under his clothes. And as he's walking, it fell down, and it the the it, it kind of uh, got exposed, and everyone started looking at him. And uh, so everyone basically knew this guy. Everyone, or everyone thought that this guy is obviously a secret a secret drinker or something. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So then it, it was to sh- like uh, sh- get him to be humble and show humility. So then, at the end of the story, I was like, yeah, I said, look, I don't know what part of that makes sense because the Prophet cursed the one who bought alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> where, do, where does that fit into this? He goes, yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't know. We, the story is just it's, it's pointless, isn't it? I mean, the hadith of the Prophet curses the person who buys alcohol, the one who sells it, and you know, the whole, like, it's like 10 different people. The whole list of people who are cursed uh, due, to curse the... due to humility, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> but this is the point. The, the story has like no like a religious logic to it, and it's like, um, it's, it's, it's just airy fairy, isn't it? I mean, it's just, yeah, he's trying like to. Sh- you'd hear that story and you think. The guy who told him to get the right, alcohol exactly. is an idiot. Right, exactly. And the guy who went and bought it is an idiot as well. He's, right. like, He's a big idiot. <laughs> yeah. Could they not like have got just a you know another way of been teaching him some humility? You know, maybe get him to wash the toilet or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point. It's but is that, uh, I think is that what you're referring to? Like those airy fairy stories yeah, that don't, they, don't really make sense. Airy fairy stories, and yeah. you know, and then there are genuine issues with uh, you know the hadith that they some a lot of the hadith that they quote, right? Mm. And and again, I'm this is not an attack on um, the guy who wrote the books, 
because, who wrote the book? Um, I think it's uh, you know, uh, Muhammad uh, Zakaria Al Kandalawi, right? Uh, yes. There's not attack on the elders and the the books that they wrote and whatnot. Because here we see some backtracking. Yeah, go on. No, no, it's not. It's genuinely not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Opinion. I'm kidding. Go on. No, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion, and that when you live, when you go and see these, these, these places, mm. right, and where they, where they studied in and when they grew up in, it was a very difficult life, right? You know, to get mm. access to these books was very, very difficult. Um, even though it, it was awash with books, it was still difficult. You know, they lived mm. in very, very difficult times. Not like now, where, okay, oh, is this Hadith Sahih? You know, I've not really come across this before. You pick up seven, eight different books online. You know, you go to a library, there's yeah. tons and tons of books. So they lived in very diff- different times. So I'm sure that, you know, they believed a lot of these Hadith were Sahih or, you know, mm. they had some references which they couldn't back up. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. A lot of these guys living in villages and places, is, and they're living under... Uh, I think they were still was were living in occupation at that time, or just around Independence time. So it's it's not easy verifying information. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's a lot. It, there's a lot of wrong information, but it's a bit easier to verify information as well. Yeah. So now, if someone says to you, "Look, maybe we should edit these books. Maybe we should alter them." You know, we're not talking about Sahih Bukhari that we're trying to edit. You know, yeah. or we're talking about like more modern type books, but these guys have such a cultish mentality; they refuse to let go of it, and that's it's this cult type mentality that irritates me. Ah, uh, so that seriously. book has become kind of like a gospel to them. Yeah, the, the book. Oh, yeah, that's their book. You know, you dare say anything against <laughs> Ali Oh man, that's their book. Does it? Yeah. Does it have uh, fabricated narrations in there? Yeah, I mean uh, the ones. Yeah, it does. It does. It has. It has very, very weak. You know, some very, very weak hadith that people need to pick up on, and you know, and this is the thing: they refuse to go against the teaching of their um, of their elders, and this is something that drives me nuts. So, for example, you know, the 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 thing that we talked about last. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it off air. You know, about this Molna uh, Ashraf Ali Thanwi. Who was yes. who was one of their big scholars? Yes, and they really respect him and really um, they teach his book even now, you know. Okay. And in that book, he talks extensively about um, about nasab, you know, about uh, your lineage, yeah, and who you can and can't marry, and who is appropriate to marry. Yeah, and if you read that when you, when you read it, you think, "Whoa, this is racist!" You know, this is full on tribalistic caste mentality you know from hindus oh yeah and instead of just saying you know he was wrong and he lived in an era where this might have been the culture but it's wrong you know it's mm. not islamic some of them still try justifying it you know they enable it they enable it so some of the stuff he said was you know like oh if you're from this caste you're superior than if you're from this caste and uh, you know the women shouldn't marry from there. It's really it's horrible stuff, man. Horrible well, stuff. But is it is it is it like explicit though? He says it, or he, he doesn't just allude to it. Because I I've no heard, no I've heard a lot of things about him, and um... no, this is explicit. This is explicit. What's it and based it, on though? 
is based on uh, the concept of um, what's the concept? The concept of equal, you know, ec- uh, uh, in Islam. So, for example, what we say is generally, you know, women they have the mm-hmm. right to, you know, like when they get married, mm-hmm. they should get married someone of equal status or yes. higher, right? In order to gen, in order to just make their life easier. Yeah. So, for example, if it's a rich woman getting married to a poor guy, mm. yeah, she's got the right to say, "Look, you know, he can't really keep me the same way my parents kept me." Yeah. So she can refuse that, right? If she chooses to marry him, there's nothing wrong with it, right? Yeah. You know, that that's his, that's a choice. Mm. But they've taken this to another level where they've said, "Okay, look, everyone from that cast is like low cast." I'm just a yeah. bunch of losers. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of losers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and the guys from this cast are like, you know, higher. Yeah. So they, the women shouldn't marry from that cast. Yeah. Mm. And it's really deme- It's really demeaning. You know. Um. So they have like, you know, the Sheikh, the Sayed, the Ansari, and Alawi are all equal to each other. Yeah. yeah. Which year was this book from? Was it pre uh, pre independence? Uh, so, yeah. um, I think so, or either pre independence or not around independence. Um, it must have been pre independence because he lived. He died in forty three, didn't he? Ah, right. Okay. Oh. So you know, you're you're right then. So it's pre independence. Yeah, pre independence. Mm. Yeah, so he died in forty uh, three. So definitely pre independence. And it's very, like I said, it's very explicit. It's kufu. They call it, um, the, the term they use is, uh, uh, here I've got it. Where is it gone? Yeah, kufu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're saying status, you know, of compatibility and status. Mm. And, uh, you know, so then they talk about the Mughals and the Patans and they, you know, and they're less than the Sayyids and the Sheikhs. Yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> is there anything in there about black people? Where do the Africans rank in it? Okay, where do yeah. the Africans like... Did, these guys, right, I think they probably don't even put a class of the Africans. <laughs> 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 They're probably unclassed, man. And, uh, yeah, so, what do you call it? This... The sad thing is that, like you said, like we are, we're joking about where did they put Africans in, but this carries on this mentality now, and it's still promoted amongst, not promoted but tolerated, and you know there's a subculture there that okay, you know uh, if you're black, you can be part of our group, we'll welcome you into the the Jamaat, but you're not marrying our daughter. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and. Uh, that's like it's some different. second class brotherhood, you know? Like, yeah, it's some second class brotherhood. Exactly. That makes no sense to me. Second class brotherhood. Yeah, it's definitely, it is like you, it's almost like you're thinking they're second class Muslims. But this men, a lot of this mentality, like say, uh, forget from the Arab side, because there's a whole thing about the Arab side as well. But from, from the Asian side, this mentality is coming from the Hindus. You know, because the Hindus used to have castes and, and uh, no, statuses. Say again? I said, no, they used to. They still have it. Yeah, like... yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. So they still have their castes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So then when Muslims came and, and joined, uh, became, uh, when, uh, sorry, when they became Muslim, they 
didn't want to lose that. So all of a sudden you're you're a Brahmin and you got all this social status, you know, and uh, you're the top of the food chain. And then you didn't all of a sudden just want to give that up. Mm-hmm. So they became like the top Muslim, you know, guys. So they became the the sheikhs and the Sayyids and the Ansaris and the Alawis. Yeah. Okay, that reminds me. What's a Sayyid? So Sayyid is a descendant of the Prophet. So, okay. So, but is it made up or like how do they verify their lineage? Some people have it verified, right? Some people, God, Allah knows best, you know, because there seems to be a lot of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, but what is a descendant, right? Is it like, a, like in the vicinity or a direct descendant? Like a vicinity as in like a prophet's uh, uncle? Or uh, no, direct, whatever. Direct. Yeah. No, no. So Sayyid, um, I think Sayyid is a direct descendant, right? Yeah. yeah. I think Sheikh might be something from the family, or Qureshi might be from the family. Yeah, that's wider yeah. tribe. That's a wider yeah, tribe. Wider tribe. Yeah. yeah. So they have different. They are. They are mm. slightly different. But I think Sayyid is definitely. I think descendant. You know. So I think you're talking about the children of. Uh, Hassan and uh, Hussein radiallahu anhum. Yeah. So you're thinking from them two um, yeah. in particular. It, 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 yeah, it is. It's them two in particular, isn't it? Because you don't really hear much about anyone else. Because, uh, like, when you're talking about lineage, uh, or anyone, like, boasts a particular lineage, or someone saying, oh, yeah. he's Sayyid, they'll always say he's Hassani, or he's Husseini, or he's. Yeah, yeah, he's Hassani, Husseini. Or he's. Even both. ISIS lot, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ISIS and these guys got locked over. Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah, apparently he was uh, uh, Abu Bakr um, al Baghdadi. He was um, one, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So they, they specifically, apparently, so yeah, they specifically uh, mentioned that like Al Husseini. I think he was Al Husseini. Yeah, was he? yeah. That's what yeah, I remember. So, al Husseini, something like that. Yeah, I remember something. And the the new dude mm. as well. He's uh, he's as well apparently. Yeah, so it's Al Hussein. This uh, Abu Bakr or Baghdadi is Al Husseini, but it's big in Iraq as well, isn't it? So yeah. I think they're into all that kind of thing. But yeah, so Allah knows best. Allah SWT knows best because I have heard of some people who specifically can trace their lineage step by step. They mention their father and the grandfather yeah. and great grand and all the way back. You know, they, they've got it written down. Yeah, but. Yeah, some next man in the village somewhere, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit dubious <laughs> about that guy, you know. A bit dubious <laughs> about that guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah and not only that, like, okay, you've got equality. You talk about lineage. You're descended from the Prophet son, right? Like, but you don't pray, you know, mm. you don't fast. Mm. You've got your soul. Oh, no, it's because it's cause you're guaranteed gender then. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so these guys, like, they... they you know, so, so I don't give a crap, you know, for the, you think that your lineage makes you better, because it doesn't. At the end of the day, your lineage can be brilliant, but if you're not praying, you're not yeah. fasting, yeah. What your lineage, what is, what's your lineage going to do for you? No, see, I, I heard a sheikh who um, is uh, a Sayyid. He was asked about that, about that, mm-hmm. or not needing to, and they're, they're fine and stuff, because I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah, such thing doesn't exist. I mean, you're you're as account as accountable as anyone else. One guy actually told me, um, I I can't it slips my mind who it was, and he said, if you're a descendant of the Prophet and you're not on the Deen, 
Yeah, just yeah. be expected to get punished worse than everyone else. Yeah, mm. so he took it the opposite way. Okay, that that you have a great, yeah. you have a greater burden. You have a greater burden, you know, because you've got that lineage to to live up to, yeah. and that I do understand. So, for example, you know, I'm not denying that lineage is a thing mm. in terms of like honor and prestige, mm. right? But that's more to do with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And after looking at your ibadah. Yeah. So you can say, look, oh, Allah SWT has blessed me. You know, he's made me uh, pray, he's made me fast, he's made me learn deen. You know, and on top of all that, you know, I'm descended from Abu Bakr, radiallahu anhu. Yeah. yeah. And you can be proud of that because your grandparents, you know, like, you know, uh, was Abu Bakr, radiallahu anhu. Mm. But you can't say, oh, yeah, I'm descended from Abu Bakr, radiallahu anhu, and I'm a drunkard. <laughs> you know what you mean? Yeah. <laughs> And that's the basis of your pride that, oh, yeah, yeah that's, and that's the thing that I think they, they mess up a lot. And going back to the racism part, you know, they, it's just, a, I think it's a small step going from there to then start excluding people based on, you know, where they're from, um, in the color of the skin. It's just stupidity. Mm. What well, in, um, are you talking about um I'm talking about Asians in general, you know, okay. Asians because we all know, I mean we grew up so we know how racist Asians are to other Asians. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of, 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 a, of a darker shade. Of a darker shade, yeah. of a different country, of a different caste. Yeah. So you can only imagine well, we we know we don't need to imagine how how it is how they are towards black people. Yeah. You know, how they are towards Africans. And again, yeah. that's not that's not to say that this is Islam. It's just that's how they are. You know, that's how. Unfortunately, if Muslims are not a good representation of Islam, that's what they're gonna do. Okay. Do you think it's blown out of proportion, though? Uh, no, I don't think it's blown out of proportion at all. I think that, uh, in fact, it's under. Okay, so if you're talking about, is it blown out of proportion by? By Muslims talking about how bad it is, then no, that's not. It's not blown out of proportion. It's very, mm. very real. Where I believe that, you know, if you're, they're not welcoming at all to people from different colors at all. They're not welcoming into their private lives. They're not welcoming into their families. They're not welcoming into the masjid, uh, in any kind of senior positions in the masjid. They're just not. Right, mm-hmm. um, the khutbah is a majority in Urdu, so any of the people who don't speak Punjabi or Urdu, you know, they're excluded from the Juma as well. Right, so and that's probably the same for from Arabs as well towards Black people. Uh, uh-huh. Some Arab communities are much better than others, but generally that's that's the case. I mean, I've seen it where there's been a Black Imam in a very very big masjid, very very big masjid, and the guys have thought, "Who the hell is this guy?" What, in the UK? What? Yeah, in the UK, yeah. And I've heard whisperings and stuff. And it it was because he was black. Yeah? Yeah. So, it's not blown out of proportion. But, what I do see is the reaction. And You know, I can say this because I don't give a crap to you. I don't care if people get offended, yeah? That I see a reaction from certain black communities... Mm-hmm. Or certain not black communities, I take that back, not black communities, certain black uh, people that think they are representative of their community, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Where they go the exact opposite way and they start being racist towards uh you know Asians or mm-hmm. Arabs. Yeah. yeah. And they start talking about how you know their mentality is and how the they are separate from us. So they're doing the same thing in effect. Do you know okay. what I mean? So I guess that pushback is a bit harder than mm. than what? Uh, the pushback is harder than what you'd consider reasonable. Like they're going to other extreme now. Yeah, to balance I mean, it out, I, I, and it's it's not. I don't even know if it's pushback because I don't get that from the ordinary person on the street. You know, mm. the ordinary guy that I meet. You know, um, and this ain't one of those. I've got black friends moments. <laughs> 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 yeah, does that that? Yeah, my but I've got pair of pants are black. <laughs> yeah, I've got, no, I've got black brothers, you know, <laughs> Nigerian friends, American uh, brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. Actually, with all oh, guys, so rich, so. So rich black people, not poor black people. <laughs> 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 it's <kind of> racist, bro. <laughs> uh, no, the, the Nigerians are not rich in the UK. They're not rich the, just the yet. Smartest, <laughs> they're considered the smartest and richest Africans now, so they're, that's they're in, in America. The that's in America. No, they're in Africa too, dude. They're the white oh, people right, in Africa, Africa now. Right, right, in Africa, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about here. In here the Nigerian Nigerian communities are not that well off. So um, yeah. Um, I actually I actually don't and, know any like Nigerian local. Oh really? Oh, yeah, the, you from, come here, uh, majority, bro. Majority from here, uh, from Senegal, and uh-huh. uh, where is Sammy from? Um, I think I don't. I want to say Ghana, but I don't, I don't think he's from Ghana. Um, but one of those countries, I forgot where he's from. He told me, but yeah, Senegal and uh, a couple of other countries. Uh, yeah, but he's um, uh, not Nigerian though. Yeah, but anyway, the 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 ordinary, you know, like, and again, this is a stupid thing to say as well, because there is no black, um, what's the word, Un- unanimity. You know, there's no one black people. You know, that's, right. that, again, that's a myth that people, you know, are pushing out for their own agenda. There's, you know, the, the the Somalis are completely different to the Nigerians. You know, the Nigerians are completely different to the Senegalese. Yeah. You know, they've got the Sufis in the uh, in uh, West Africa. Very, very different communities. So it's it's not you can't just label them all like one. But if we for either simplicity, I've not really come across on the street black Muslims that are racist in general towards Asian Muslims, right? And we see each other as one. But now there's this kind of thing online, you know, on the you know, Twitterverse or whatever yes. they call it, call themselves. You know, where people you get black guys that are like making racist comments towards Asians and mm. justifying it by saying, you know, you're black, you can't be racist. <laughs> you know what you know what I mean? Do you think black? Do you think it's possible for black people to be racist? Of course. Ask a dark-skinned black person, a dark-skinned black person, whether they've seen racism from other black people. And they'll tell you straight away. Okay, they they change the name. They call it colorism now, right? Mm. But it's it's the same thing. It's hatred of someone based on the color of their skin, yeah? Because they're darker than you, so you're racist. Uh, or because they're lighter than you, so you, you hate them because they're lighter than you. You know, again, uh, don't want to... I remember um, when I was young, we were listening to uh, an interview or reading into, you know, by Tupac, Tupac Shakur. Yeah. 
and he was talking about the abuse that he got because he was lighter skinned. Uh-huh. You know, uh, then you know, then the the other uh, then his his, uh, his uh, extended family. So mm. it's it's a real thing that ignorance breeds racism. You know, alhamdulillah, that's, I mean, being honest, again, being honest, alhamdulillah, one thing I've never, ever been is racist towards anyone in general, because I think it's just stupidity, you know, and I think... I feel, feel that's that's the funny thing, I've I've always felt the same way, I've always felt like racism is just so stupid, you know? Yeah, (laughs) it's just demeaning to me, Yeah, I always think, how demeaning is it that I hate someone based on the colour of their skin? I mean, there's plenty of reason to hate people. (laughs) Yeah, you don't, you know, know, I'll be honest with you, you don't need to do much for me to hate you, but, (laughs) (laughs) but the colour of your skin just isn't one, it's not, it's just, it's, it's, it's weird, you know what I mean? It's just stupid. Uh, Yeah, exactly. It's just something that, it's for stupid people. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's 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 the truth. It's for stupid people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you get these scummy um, white trash. You know, uh, they're like, yeah. You know, we're born here. You know, we're, we're, you know, these guys. You know, that's how they talk. You think, okay, right. And, and you know, and then when you look to other white people, and you say, so if you had the choice between me and him, you're gonna pick him. <laughs> you know, <that's>... exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. It's it's always stupid people. So you get this guy, man. This like this guy. Um, what's his name? Uh, what's the guy's name, man? The 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 guy thinks he's a comedian. And and Nabil. 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 Right. Nabil. So what's his surname? Shout out to Nabil. Shout out to Nabil. You know. What was his surname? Anichi uh, or something. Abdul Rashid. Abdul Rashid. Is it? Isn't it Obinek or is that? That's a what song? I thought. Yeah. 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 Or is it like stage name? That might be a stage name. Or I don't know. He might have changed it to Abdul Rashid Leia. I'm not sure. Might anyway. Be, might be his he, African name. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So anyway, so I had a lot of sympathy for this guy, right? So, you know when that um, that uh, Salafi superstar, what's his name? Um, Abu Ibrahim. Salafi, Abu Ibrahim. Salafi superstar? Yeah, yeah the guy from Birmingham, man. The, the Abu Ibrahim. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea what you mean. All right. So this dude was doing uh, uh, an Eid, an Eid uh, show, right? An Eid, uh, sorry, an Eid, um, not show, like dawah table or whatever you call it, right? So my guy says to all the Asians, stop acting like you're black, right? You're not oh, black. Oh yeah, that <laughs> incident. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, it's going. Do you remember? <laughs> so he's like, stop acting black, right? Yeah. So. Uh, Obviously, Nabil took a lot of offense to that, and I agree with him. You know, it's quite a racist thing to say. Stop acting black. You know, like, why? You no, know? but but hold so, on, hold on, hold on. Is that really racist, though? Yeah, he meant it in a negative way. He meant it in a demeaning way. Yeah, but like, he probably, should, I'm, I'm, probably wanted to use another word, but that black just came out. But I wanted to say, like, <laughs> stop, like hip hop culture, maybe. Stop being hip hop. Yeah, know. yeah, that I get. If you said, look, stop being this hip hop culture. I get that. Okay, right? but did, did you understand what he meant? Uh, yeah, but it doesn't matter if you understand it. It's still racist, yeah? You can't say that, right? And he should he should apologize because okay. that, that was wrong, right? It's very narrow-minded. And his apology was even more stupid, you know? What did he, he say? He basically said, you know, I'm sorry, but you know what? You lot shouldn't get so offended so easily. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. What video is this? 
Yo, you should listen to his apology, but it cracked me up, man. Anyway, uh, you'll find it online. You know, there was a whole beef going on. Okay. So anyway, so Nabil spoke out about that, and he was very, it was very touching. You know, he was very heartfelt okay. in the way he talked, and uh, I think he shed some tears and stuff as well. Uh, so I felt, you know, it was quite bad. And he's been through a lot of racism because he married a, uh, a, pack, a packy girl, uh-huh. you know, so I can imagine that racism. But then, the guy, my guy just started calling everyone uh, Banu... Raman, Banu... Oh, Banu Ganesh, right? Banu Ganesh, yeah. <laughs> Banu I'm like, Ganesh. okay, you know, that's a bit whatever, you know. It's a bit of a low blow. Yeah. A bit low blow, because like, I was thinking, like, well, my parents were Muslim, you know. Yeah. Your parents Muslim. That's the first thing I would think. Your parents Muslim because mine are, you oh. know, and say what you want. That's a big thing, you know, having your parents and your my, my grandparents, but, no, my but, great-grandparents. But, the, but this is the thing. Now, all of a sudden, even by that response, I mean, you've just got into a competition about... Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. No, no, I didn't say it to him, but yeah, I'm no, thinking... I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking in my head, like, okay, that's kind of a retarded thing to say. I mean, I don't get offended very easily, to be honest with you. You know, idiots can say whatever they want. It doesn't make a difference oh, to me. I just think... I've just, you're talking about that small guy, Abu Ibrahim... Hussein or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, go on. Right. So anyway, so he starts saying that. So I think, okay, whatever, man. People be people are racist. He's racist. What's the big difference? Yeah. Mm. Then he starts talking about people's moms and wives and sisters. Yeah. You know, and he starts again. I'm like, this guy's talking trashy. about racism. Mm. Yeah. You know, good. They should say more stuff to him. You know, if he because at the end of the day, what's worse, talking about a guy's skin color or talking about someone's mom you know yeah obviously it's a lot worse to talk about someone's mom and wife and sister it's your yeah. honor and stuff yeah. someone's calling you yeah. dark-skinned or whatever i don't i take that any day over someone swearing at my my mom my wife and my sister it's, exactly that's that's not even that's not equivalent is it it's not equivalent at all so he's gone full retard yeah and you know, fat boy just needs to get to the gym a little bit more. To be honest with you, and you know, get a life. Yeah, yeah, you that's know. rude. So no, I don't give no, 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 Listen, man, him. it's okay that you said retard, but <laughs> don't call him fat boy, dude. That's fat shaming. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That's not fair. <laughs> I'm not racist. I don't like fat people. Fat is not a race. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. So there's this pushback going on mm. that for some reason. Now, Asians and Arab Muslims are somehow being separated from mm. black Muslims. And the strange thing is, the people that are doing it are other supposedly religious black Muslims, right. if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it was already the, these cultural Asians that were doing it anyway. So we kind of rejected that. You know, majority of Muslims, like ordinary Muslims, decent religious people will reject that anyway, right? But now you get these supposedly religious educated, some of them like Sufi as well, you know, that are talking about how Asian Muslims can't connect with us and they shouldn't be talking about our struggle, you know, and almost like they've got more in common with, you know, black non-Muslims than they have with uh, Asian Muslims. Or Arab Muslims. Mm. And I think, again, that's stupid. You know, it's just... It's not just your history. Like, you can't just talk about, like, oh, look at us, we had Timbuktu. What did you have? <laughs> you know, 
you know what I mean? The Arabic, no, you didn't have Timbuktu. You've got nothing to do with Timbuktu. It was a Muslim. It was all of us, you know. No, we no, talk no, about, like... No, no, you didn't have anything, mate. You weren't around at the time. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Uh, this is one thing that I really... Um, like frustrates me is when people like make these grandiose claims for things that they didn't have a part in. Now I understand black people wanting to be um, like black pride and wanting to, um, and I do agree with this to a certain extent or wholly actually in that um, showing the world that they weren't because obviously the image that's portrayed generally of black people was that they were wearing leaves and dancing around fires with spears and stuff yeah, right yeah, yeah. but then but if you do actually look at the history um uh you do find that the, the, they were quite an, you know uh, like a sophisticated and educated people in certain areas uh, throughout the african continent um and but it's, it's been kind of like stripped away from them because uh for, philosopher by like um europe like the where everything happened in europe i mean and the east uh so all the major discoveries and everything were were made in europe and the east and stuff and africa was just you know it was just a it was just a crappy continent with like black people who were no good for nothing basically and mm-hmm. they 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 want to fight that sort of idea and no, stereotype and, i get and I, that and, and i agree I, with that yeah and i, I th- that's the thing but then it gets to the point and i understand that and all, but i the, 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 it gets to a point where it, um it's some of it some of it, it becomes petty and silly like well, well we had this mm-hmm. and you got what i'm trying to say is man we're here now um no I no no this is, this is just that takes one step back is go on. i've got no problem with saying you know if if the Mali brother or a black brother from that yeah. kind, that part of Africa said, yeah. you know, uh, Muslims in Africa, yeah, we had, uh, what do you call it, uh, this amazing center of learning in Timbuktu that yeah. was way ahead of anything that you found in majority of the Arab world. And yeah. the king was so rich. He was at one point classed as the richest person in the world. Right. And, you know, I, when I hear that, I think I feel proud. I think, oh, mashallah, you know, that's amazing, you know, that a Muslim, you know, in Africa, he's, he's raised the status of Muslims everywhere. Right. You know, I don't feel excluded right. by by that right. at all. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All I see is a Muslim in Africa. In the same way, if I said, you know, in, in Lahore, there was this, uh, in Baghdad, sorry, there's this library and it was so big and it was full of books on everything. Yeah. I don't think okay, that's to the exclusion of black Muslims. Yeah, you know, it it doesn't cross my mind that there was probably a lot of black authors that wrote them books yeah. that were in Baghdad as well. You right. know what I mean? No, this, this yeah. Is, yeah, right. Exactly the point. Like, um, like the famous story of uh, Imam Abu Hanifa being, I think, in in Iraq, and someone asking him about the 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 like the killing of a mosquito uh, or the if the mosquito dies in you, and this is after Karabala. Um, or something along those lines. It was at that time. I think it was Hassan al Basri, was it maybe? Ha- yeah, 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 right, right, yeah, yeah. Hassan al Basri. Where and they asked me. He said, meaning, look at the, uh, as in, look at the context. I mean, I don't think it's appropriate for you to be asking me about a, a gnat or a mosquito when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you know, you you've had that incident take place. The point is, is that 
I don't look at it uh, that uh, situation like that and be like, oh, look at look at those damn Arabs, right? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I. It's like, damn. Well, the state of the Muslims at the time. You know what I mean? When 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 right. the Mongols went to Egypt, uh, and you had the scholars um, instead of uh, like gathering the people and trying to put up a defense. Was it the Mongols who went to Egypt? Who went to who? who whoever it was that went to Egypt, um, they went there to attack. Or it may have been Baghdad. The scholars were inside the masjids, just reading Bukhari and stuff, right? I don't, I don't, I don't think. Oh, that, that was the state of the Arabs at the time. I think, I think it's it's a it's a it's a Muslim thing. Like, oh damn, like, we were in a, we were in a rough state at the time. What was going on? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's our so, it's our this, this is my this is my thing. If you're if you want to highlight the fact that Muslims in Africa contributed so much to the Muslim world. Which they definitely did. There is no problem with doing that. What you right. can't do is use that as a tool to exclude other Muslims. Or to, right? So what's so what's happening is people are looking back at Islamic history and they're carving out their own territory. Yeah, to use against other exactly. Muslims. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just stupid. It just makes no sense whatsoever. You know. <laughs> and the worst thing is, okay, if you're gonna start doing that, then you know and undoubtedly people are going to start picking holes in your history. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, so what? Okay, you did this, but did you do this? You know, or were you not killing each other? Were you not, you know? And the saddest thing is, again, not knocking on some of these people, but some of these people, all they know about African Islamic history is Timbuktu, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all they know. So then you'll sit with the guy and you'll say, okay, can you talk me through this part of your history? Can you talk me through how Islam entered into Africa? You know, how far did it spread? What changed mm-hmm. the dynamics? You know, were there, were there periods when Muslims were forced into going back to other religions? And there was, there's a whole history, but they don't bother studying it. They just know certain, you know, like terms which they uh, want to bash points. you with. Yeah. Bullet points, yeah. You know, so they don't. You can you can talk to them about the history of you know Senegal and the Sufism movements there, but they they don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. You know, because, and, because I don't I don't think they're really interested in it. Are they? It's it's just a case of do you know how like you learn um, certain. Uh, I should do this when I was uh, a lot younger. Learn certain. Um, Arguments, right? So you, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you, you, you just learn the bullet points. So, all right, that all right. It's, it's like a script. All right, that person says this, I said this. <laughs> and that person says this, that I I didn't like. It's A B A B. It's like binary, isn't it? Like code, yeah, yeah. right? And uh, and it's just that sort of mentality. Like, yeah. So I've got this, and that, and then it's like the one random fact that you got in your back pocket for like a get out of jail card that you have. It's yeah. like th- these are the type of conversations that are being had about uh, the history of Africa at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. History of Africa, history of the, you know African people, the history of the slave trade. You know, you want to really look at the slave trade. You know, we could, we could look into detail, and I've looked into the Muslim involvement in the slave trade. You know, the people that were trafficked to Muslim. Man, you know, things that, those things are so vast, right? Um, people just don't want to go through with it. Yeah, exactly. But, but then... so much details in such history. Yeah, but then... Sorry, go on. No, no, go on, go on. So what I'm saying is, so you're right. They don't want to delve into it, but then they want to exclude someone else that's not black that wants to delve into it. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So they claim ownership of their own history. They're like, you can't, you can't uh, have any kind of footprint here. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So, for example, the one that one that annoyed another one that annoyed me was Malcolm X. Yeah. So one of these guys, he says, "Oh, these Asians, you know, uh, quoting Malcolm X." But if he was alive today, yeah. they'd say to him, "You need to have adab in how you speak." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Mate, you know, if he'd said the things that he said then, like for example, now, no, I wouldn't. What I tell him is that." This is obviously before he became Muslim that, bro, you need to like sort your religion out, you know, become, you know, sort your, sort your deen out. And it's not yeah. a knock on him. Yeah. Because, like, accept his martyrdom, you know, mm. and he had the courage to leave it. Mm. But you can't make that your, you know, your, your yardstick to judge someone about how they would talk about Malcolm X when he was saying that all white people are going to hell and all white people are the devils. Yeah, no, we would say to him that's wrong. <laughs> you know, you can you can talk about him. You know, exactly. It's just exactly. preposterous. You know, the the, the the kind of comments that they're coming out with. It's this romanticized yeah. version of the the the, the history and the, the view history yeah. with certain glasses, like Malcolm is viewed to certain glasses, and um, Martin Luther, and you know, yeah. Marcus. Garvey I mean, don't get me wrong. Us. Look, for me, I'd I'd put Malcolm X as probably you know. One of the, the most most important Muslim figures in the twentieth century. Yeah, right? definitely, definitely. And you know, I think from all the people that stood up for the truth, I think the journey that he went through and the fact that you know he came to Islam and Allah blessed him, you know, with that at the end. Mm. To and there's many good points that he came, but I'm not gonna take my deen from him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is that like I'm not gonna learn how to you know? Mm. He, he's not not Islamic knowledgeable. You know, most of the kids probably had more. Islamic knowledge now than he had then, but he just had that courage to go and speak what he thought was the truth. But this is the but isn't this the point that you don't necessarily need to? Uh, obviously, you need to know your fardain. But in terms of like the kids and knowing juz uh, amma or um, you know certain you know, what type of water you can do wudu with and these things that really. I'm not going to say, obviously, I'm not going to call him pointless, but are kind of outside of the scope of, say, what he was doing. Do you understand no. what I mean? So I don't, I don't, no, I don't, no, I, because I the, big, the, the, the biggest thing that will kill a community and kill uh, any nation is a lack of knowledge, right? Yeah. So you can say that, oh, you don't need knowledge to do this, but you do. You need to know your fundamentals. Right. No, now, undoubtedly, you need to know your fundamentals, and as far as knowledge, obviously, it's uh, it's part of the kifaya for there to be knowledgeable people inside yes. of the community. But in terms of like him specifically, he wasn't. He was. I mean, one point is you can't never imagine uh, Malcolm uh, holding a uh, dars at the masjid. Or going out with the tablighis and that. I mean, that wasn't his fight and that wasn't his battle. His battle at that time was uh, the, the the civil rights movement in the yes, black people but, and the Muslim but, struggle in that as well. Put this put it in this way. Yeah. If he'd had knowledge, say, and he he'd had knowledge of basic deen, right? Mm. Ten years before, you don't think he would have made more of a move, more of a uh, impact. With his stand, with his courage, with everything else, mm. I think so. I think I that know. if he'd had, if he'd if he'd been on 
if he'd known what he knew ten years before hmm. he'd passed. But I think that's an, I think that's an unfair characterization because now you're tr- it's it's trying you're you're time skipping. So you're saying, well, you know, had he had ten years to learn the dean, uh, no, 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 ten and... years to learn the dean. I'm saying just knowing the dean, full stop. Like he didn't hmm. even know. Like forget, I don't remember before the Ain. I'm talking about like. To my, the Aqidah, his Aqidah was all wrong. You know, he, they, they thought this guy was a prophet. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, that was, oh, the, that was a nation, though. He left the nation. He, came he to left Sunni. the nation yeah. really late on. He, he wasn't Muslim for very long. Yeah. He, he was Muslim for like uh, a very, very small period of time. Not 10 years. I'm talking about, talking about he was only Muslim for like a year and a half or something. Or a year, if that. Okay, but isn't that really like a a blessing more than anything else? It's a blessing. I'm not denying that. That's a different. Now, you, mm. now you're talking about uh, uh, you're talking something else. I'm, you're talking about there's one thing practical application, yeah. right? Then you another thing, baraka. Yeah. Yes. So baraka, yes, for him, for him, baraka, mm. yes, that he was only Muslim a very very short period of time, mm. and inshallah, you know, he was shaheed. Yeah, that no doubt about. When we're talking about practical application, do I believe if he'd become Muslim 10 years earlier, yeah, he would have had a much, much bigger impact on on the community, on the people as a proper Muslim than right. he did, you know, as a as a nation. Yeah, the, 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 I, I, I agree with you, but I don't think that's like a fair assessment. Cause, no, no, cause I'm he, not... In, in, order to, in order for me, he, he, he died at that age, or he was martyred at that age. Um, yeah, like no, no, I'm not about. denying that. I'm saying 10 years earlier from, from before he died. I'm not denying it. I'm not using it as a knock on him. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It was just an answer to the question about, is it important to learn knowledge? And I'll say yes, because... If he'd been Muslim, he died in, say, what, uh, 1965 65 or so? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So he, he only became Muslim, you know, in 64. Yeah, so he, he was Muslim for a very, very short period of time. Very, very short period of time. Mm. So what, I'm, what I mean is that, you know, if, for example, he became Muslim, instead of joining up with the Nation of Islam, for example, right? right. He became Muslim in 54. Okay. So he had 10 years of doing dawah as a Muslim, mm-hmm. right? I think his impact would have been 10 times more than the impact that he had with uh, being part of nation. Because nation really restricted him. They really restricted his access to, you know, who he could speak to, what he could say, you know, um, the outside links to the rest of the Muslim community. Because the rest of the Muslim no. community, they they stayed away from nation. Yeah. So I, I think I think if he became Muslim ten years earlier, he would have died ten years earlier. Uh, yeah, that's true as well. Yeah. Because the moment he started speaking about how white people may not be as bad as you know we've been preaching, that's when he got assassinated. Yeah, yeah, he was killed straight away. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, it's all hypothetical, isn't it? But I mean, that's yeah. again. But the point at the beginning was it's not a knock on Malcolm X. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a knock on him at all. Yeah, and alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. you know, he showed the world what courage is, you know, what standing up for what you for the truth and everything, you know. And again, it's stupid for people to say that, oh, he's, uh, you know, he's he's only a black role model. You know, I don't think he's a, I think he's a Muslim role model. Of course he is. Yeah. Muslim role model, you know, and yeah. I think for me, I see him that he is closer to me as a Muslim than he is to another black person who's not Muslim. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's closer to me as a Muslim than someone that I would see who's Asian, who's Muslim, but far from the deen. You know, because that's oh, how Allah so, so, yeah. has made us. Mm. He's made us into one nation. And regardless of which idiot, you know, whether he's black, white, brown, tries to split us, you know, and tries to go racism or even this new anti-racism racism, you know, I don't know. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yo, they're taking the fight. They're taking what? They're taking the fighting fire with fire, very literally. Yeah, they're taking mm-hmm. it literally. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was for um, all that, he, he was Muslim for ten months. Yeah, that's it. Less than a year. Mm. It's crazy. Alhamdulillah. You know, maybe that's again that's a blessing. Like Sam says, you know, mm. I think uh, it would have. They probably would have killed him earlier, but it was just a fight. I mean, his character was amazing. You know, they mm. they tried to bribe him. You know, he was loyal to his wife till the end. You know, all these things. Integrity, just, isn't it? Integrity, man. Beautiful looking brother, you know. Just alhamdulillah. You know, Allah blessed him with, you know, so many things. Mm. And, but it's just, I don't know. These people now like, oh, no, don't, you can't talk about Malcolm X. Because you're not because, black. Because you're not black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know, can you imagine? It's like, why, how can you talk about a professor? You know, you know, this seems like these people are saying that they would assassinate Malcolm X for suggesting that, you know, we should unite. Yeah. <laughs> they would have killed him. Yeah. It's like, they sound like they're going to fall in that camp. Yeah. So, and the thing is, the other thing, like, again, I, what I find is that, you know, if you're, maybe if you're a bit racist, I don't know, you get offended very easily. I think that's true as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're, like, like they, they're saying all this crap and I don't take offense to it. I just think, what an idiot. I just think they're stupid. It's not offensive to me. You know when they say, oh, you can't talk about black, uh, Islamic black history because you're not black. I just think, you're just stupid. You know, mm. it's not like, I don't get offended like, oh my God, you hurt my feelings. I thought you were my brother. <laughs> 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 I just think, you're stupid, you know. Okay. Are you really having this conversation? But okay. and I think that you know, I think it goes both ways. Honestly, I think if you're if you claim to be religious mm. and you judge people based on the color of their skin or where they come from or you know uh, the caste they are, then as far as I'm con- concerned, you know, you can go and. Uh, what what was the exact word? You can go and bite on your father's penis, you know. Wait, that's very specific, dude. What? That's what Prophet Sam said. That's what, if you know, if oh, whoever calls to us to be, it's like the one. Yeah, it's the one who's going. I was gonna say suck, but then I thought, you know, I don't want to change the words. <laughs> that's what Prophet. That's what Prophet yeah, Sam said. He said, "Go and bite on your father's, you know, uh, private parts." Is it, is, you know, it, is, it, is it a, a, a hadith uh, sahih? Is that hadith sahih? Man, you know what? Now you got me questioning yeah, because I've been taught this all my life. So, uh, I've been taught it all my life. Now you just... Dude, that sounds like something you can justify in liberalism, you know? <laughs> you can justify it. Like, oh, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, in, in liberalism, you can. Easily. Yeah, yeah you can't. Yeah, it's a hadith, man. Now you, like, I need to find a reference for it now. Okay, uh, I think I found it. You found it? Uh, there was a reference. Oh, 
that's a longer version of it. Uh, wait, that's a longer version of something, but um, Esperkardian, what's not? I don't think it's that one. Hold on. It's definitely Ahmed. Class has has some other commentators on Allah Musnad. There you go. Mm, okay. Yeah, but there's another one. It's lost lots of hadith. There's a hadith that, like, you know. Yeah, the, 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 um, the, the, it's in, written in the Muslim of Imam Al Ahmad. And, yeah. Um, this class is Hassan and Sahih by Albani. So, you know, you're, you're, you're in the If Albani said it. If Albani said it. Then it must be true. Exactly. No, no, I said if he said it, because, you know, I mean, if he said it was wrong, then you guys would debate, yeah, but if he said, if, if even he said it was, you know, <laughs> so, I can't, can't go against him. Anyway, so, there's loads of them. It's like, you know, there's hadith about, talking about, you like the worm that, or the maggot that goes through dung, mm. you know, so you're crappier, you know, if, if you call for Asabiya. So, I don't care if you're black, brown, if you're calling for that, that's what you are. Be proud of it, own it, man. Yeah. Uh, what do you? What the, okay, I come across another discussion. Um, what do you think of um, a person wanting to set up a community based on the color of their skin, Muslim? You mean uh, like their their own masjids and stuff? Yes. You know, this um, it's a difficult one, right? And it's a difficult one because this I get, right? You have a masjid that's made by, say, Pakistanis, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you because I'm Pakistani myself. And it's very quick, generally, practically right now, that they, they very quickly exclude people that are not Pakistanis, right? Okay. And they make them feel not welcome. And that's the same with the Guji masjids, uh, masajid up north anyway. I'm not talking about down south, no, up north, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the same with the the, the Libyan ones. The very once you, the, once they have their own crew, it's everything about their own crew, right? So they exclude every other nationality, right? Mm-hmm. So then you're say a black brother, you know, Nigerian or whatever you're from, and you're thinking, you know what? I get excluded from all these massages. so you know what? I'm I'm gonna make my own. Right, so where we can thrive, where we can have our kids educated, because it does get to that point where it's quite racist, where you know, like black kids won't be able to get educated, you mm. know, in a in the madaris, yeah. Mm. Um, so then they start making their own. Now the pros on that is obviously then they get their own religious community, right? Mm-hmm. The downside would be if they then started excluding someone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if they then started excluding Pakistanis or Gujaratis, they'd just be doing the same thing that they were doing. So if they want to open their... My advice has always been, and I, I spoke to one brother about this, I said, my advice has always been, if you want to open your own masajid and your own madaris, do it, right? Mm-hmm. But show that you're better than the other people by then inviting the Asian, the Arab kids to come and study with you, right? To come and pray right, in the masajid. Right. Make it more welcoming so they want to come in. So you welcome them because you're supposed to be better than them. They're calling for Asabiya. You don't want to call for it. So you, you what to do is don't make them feel excluded. Let them come in. Invite them in. And make it more of an effort. 
And people can say, oh, that's easy for you to say. And, you know, you're not like that. You, you're like that. And, uh, sorry, you're not suffering like they're suffering and blah, blah, blah. But you know what? You, we don't look at, we're not victims. We don't look at ourselves as a victim mentality. We should look at what is the sunnah, right? Mm-hmm. What would the Prophet have done? And do it. And especially if you're going to do massages and stuff, you know, madaris. Mm-hmm. Do, it like the, you, do it like you think the Prophet would have wanted you to do it. Yeah, but if you if you're doing it based on specifically based on race, then is 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 how can you sort of justify that from the thing? No, but they're not. What they're doing is they they're highlighting a problem that okay. Let, let, let's bring it into like reality. So say you've got a Nigerian community right in uh, say North Manchester, right? Okay. And their kids cannot get educated in the Madaris, right? Mm. Because of the racism. They feel unwelcome at the masjid because everyone's speaking in Urdu Punjabi, right? Okay. So what they think is, okay, let's open a masjid. Let's us Nigerians, some of us get together and open a masjid, mm-hmm. right? And we're going to put the funds together. We're going to raise funds. we open this masjid. The teacher's going to be who we appoint, right? Yeah. Now, whilst you're doing that, Say some Pakistani guy comes in and says, "Look, can I can I help out?" Yeah, and you say, "You know what, mate? You go back to your own masjid and leave this to us." Yeah. Right. That's you. Basically, you do that. You're no different to them. Yeah. Yeah. If you say, "You know what? We're building this, okay, because we're feeling excluded, but we want you to be a part of. You come. You can help us raise money. You can do what we want. Okay. Anyone can come and pray here. Anyone can come and sit in our classes. Right." Mm -hmm. That there's nothing wrong with, yeah, mm. and that is positive because you're showing a positive thing that you you can do your stuff. Yeah, your kids will get mm. educated, but at the same time, you can tell the people, look, we're not like you. You know, we're better. We're not racist. You know, we we want people from different faiths to come and, from different uh, uh, nations to come and study here and sit with us. Like I, honestly, I went to there's, there's these Nigerian brothers, um, and there's a masjid here. It was predominantly Nigerians, and I went to pray Eid Salah there one time. And man, there was, and I was like probably the only Asian there. Um, maybe two families that were there. Man, the guys were so nice, honestly. They were so nice, so welcoming, mm. you know. And uh, like, it's funny because that's the first time I've seen like the proper, you know, West African uh, uh, like thobes. Bright uh, yellow, you know, bright yeah. green, you know, <laughs> full yeah. on, like you know, coming to America style, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's not racist. I'm just saying that's that's what it looked like, yeah. You know, coming to America, yeah. So it was really nice. I felt welcomed, you know. Mm. Now I wouldn't say that they're racist. I wouldn't say that I felt excluded from there, mm. you know. Even though the majority of them were. You know, virtually all of them were, you know, these big six foot two Nigerians, man. And then me, like, you know, when every single guy has to like bend down to give you a hug, you know. <laughs> but it was, it's good. You know, they should do that. But what they shouldn't do is then just be the same person and be racist back. Hmm. I see that point. Okay. I never, like, I never, it's I never sad, thought you know, like that. Because, because. It's so sad because I never believed, you know, growing up that this was like this, yeah. But I've, so many people have said to me that they were like studying in madrasa, yeah. Mm. And they'd be like Bengali. And the guy, the, the teachers would say to them, oh, you fish eater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you know, you 
you know, or whatever, fuck? all the insults that they throw at Bengalis there. Or like my one of my friends, he was a, a Patan. And he, him and this other non-Patan, I don't know, if, so this other non-whatever tribe, sect it was, uh, not a sect, whatever uh, uh, country it was from, yeah. Him and this other guy had to sit separate from everyone else. Because they were all from the same, you know, like whatever they, where they were from, and these guys were separate, so they sat on their own. And and this man, is from that, a, that madr- happens at madrasa, eh? That's crazy. Exactly, man. It happens at a madrasa. Can you imagine? Yeah, but you know, sometimes you just get retards teaching at a madrasa, don't you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, don't get me wrong, but I'm just telling you that's the reality, isn't it? So then. Them guys are gonna grow up hating. They're gonna grow up, but I think they just—you just have to be better than that, isn't it? You just have to. Mm. You can't do the same thing then and then exclude them. So, for yeah. example, he—that brother—he's Patan, mm. and he went through six years of that, or even longer, studying in the madrasa, and he qualified. And his dad went through that as well because his dad was Patan. So his dad got ex- excluded quite a lot from that community. You know, I heard stories and stuff about his dad was a really pious man. Um, he, he suffered a lot anyway. So he, and he went through it, but he will teach anyone, you know. Mm. He doesn't do that himself. He just says, it's a shame, you know, what can you do? This is what they were like. You know what I'm Imagine he turned around and started saying, okay, I'm not going to teach, but, uh, you know, guys from whatever, or I'm not going to teach them. You know, they can stay away. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. You just, you have to be better than bad people. Ah, uh, yeah. it's a good point. Do you think that this is dying out now? And and do you think that this is, this uh, sort of, these traits are things that we have taken on, like the racism among the Asians is something that we've taken on from white people? Colonialism. No, no. I think this is like very much our own. Yeah. I don't think um, um, we can't blame everything on white people, do <laughs> You raise hey, oh, Come on. Hey man, I have to try. I'm, um, the, I'm a defender of the whites, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can blame me on white people. I think people are generally racist, um, and I think that. Um, Black people, unfortunately, suffered the you know more the brunt of um, that. Well, the brunt of it. Sorry, yeah, I shouldn't say more, but because I, I can't qualify that. Um, but the the brunt of it definitely right. Uh, and I think this cultural stigmatism, which I I can't pinpoint in history when it started, of you know dark skin and being black. Mm. Um, that. I researched it once a while ago, but I can't I can't recall it at the top of my head. You know when it started and how it got promoted, mm. etc. But it's definitely you know they they suffered from it. But like I said, you know you're your own person. Mm. Oh, sorry, that's the other thing I wanted to say. So you know sometimes people they they f- they forget what real racism is. Do you know what I mean? And they start nitpicking on little racist things, not racist, but Little things that can be construed as racist. You mean casual racism? That's just fun. Like, it has no mean spirit behind it. No, no. Like, one of my friends there, one of my friends is black. And we were having this discussion. And he said, 
And I said, look, you know, if someone uses the the N word, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nigger, right? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. racist? If is, your friends use it amongst each other, is that right? wait? Is that with the A or the hard R? I don't know. Forget all that, man. I know whatever. Man. This, yeah, that makes a this difference. This N word, nigger. Yeah, just yeah. that word. Right? Okay. He said, "You know what? That is not even racist for me, right?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "What do you mean?" He goes. If a friend said it to me, like joking around, it's not racist, full stop. Mm. He goes, if a white man shouted it down my face, mm. even then I don't care that much. Mm. He's like, you know what's racist? Racist is, what's even, sorry, what's even more racist is when you're trying to get a job, right? And you can't get a job because of your name or the color of your skin, yeah? Mm-hmm. Or like like I said, you can't get, you can't get this, uh, you can't marry someone uh uh because of the color of your skin or you can't yeah. get uh your kids can't get a place in the, the masjid madrasa because of the color of your skin mm-hmm. yeah. so, so what he's saying is just by focusing on some of these words you're you're taking attention away from the real issues i'm taking yeah he he's saying, he's saying so he was saying just by focusing on the words you're talking you're taking away now i'm going like even further than that yeah i'm saying when you some of these guys they nitpick on so many things that okay, this could be racist. You know that could be in the new the mm. new cancel culture movement yeah. that, that's come out, and it's happening with our lot as well. You know, like mm. this could be racist. Yeah, that could be racist. So you have to basically you know start banning everything. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I'm scared. Like you know, because there's an eye in the Quran. Yeah. You know, uh, you know that um, on 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 that day, uh, you know, some of their faces will be blackened mm. yeah right and i'm thinking it's just a matter of time because people are going to start saying that's racist <laughs> you know oh dude it's coming good prediction, good prediction. <laughs> you know what i'm saying no, like, I, 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 get, I heard that a long time ago though i did hear that a long time ago so really i had a friend i had a friend who insisted that everybody in jenna is going to be light-skinned and white <laughs> because because of some hadith or some ayah, I, I, I forget which one exactly what, what was referencing. He's like, but no, nobody's going to be black. And he was so confident in that. So, that so, so, so Bilal, radiallahu ta'ala, is going to be what? He's going to change Oh, yeah. Skin. That was his viewpoint. <laughs> that was his viewpoint. Um, I think some verse or some hadith mentioned light skin or light... Uh, um, what do you call that? In uh, affection or reflection or yeah, or illumination? No, no, not illumination. The word for it in skin, where it's oh, uh, complexion. Yeah, like light complexion. He interpreted that as everyone's gonna be like light skin and white, and no one's gonna be black. Okay, I've always understood this particular like darkness and light and stuff uh, to be. I wouldn't say metaphorical because you see it, right? It's like my my teacher. He said that like when he went he went to meet um he met the sheikh in when he was uh, doing umrah or hajj in Mecca. It's uh, African sheikh, and he goes he had this he just had this like light on him, right? This light like he had this lightness on him. Um, but he was, yeah, but he was black. But the thing is, yeah, yeah. is that think of think of it like this. I don't know if you guys see it, but there's certain people that I look at. I swear to God, no, whatever. Like, it's like 
ex-Muslims are like um, like prime examples of this. I see their face and I just see this like this utter darkness there, right? Look at it, it's like this weird thing that I see. I think, oh man, do you know certain people that like they have this vulgar sort of like repulsive feature to the face like a- and it is a, like a darkness even if they are white though it's got nothing to do with their skin there is something there so it, it's, it's like some kind of spiritual state of being that they're like I mean, I'm oozing not, up and yeah, reflecting of them yeah I'm not I'm not, I'm, like not gonna, that? I'm not gonna turn around and claim that I can you know see spiritual no, no, states no, away but I have to clarify that you don't you you're not even a real suit you can't see that I have to clarify that with some people I know, man, I have to clarify that I do not see spiritual states, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but the, the point is, but, but you know what I'm getting at? There's certain people I know that you exactly see what and you see at. like this. It's like this. we call it, uh, you know, uh, Munawar. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. that, you know, their, their face is just illuminated. There's no coming from their face. Yes. Uh, now, yeah. they might they might be black as night, you know, their color might be black as anything. But exactly. you, you look yeah. at them. And you yeah, think, it, it wow. feels very bright, like their face yeah, feels very just bright, illuminating. You know, uh, you see it, you see it all the time, man. You see it with some brothers, man. They just, like, like I said, they just, they're dark skinned. You know, mm-hmm. that's their complexion, but their face is just radiating. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. And then you, yeah. You're right, and then you see some guys, and you know, they have this gloomy type, grey type appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like they're sucking the soul out of you. That's the one. It's yeah. It's like their soul is being sucked out. <laughs> they could be white. Yeah. They could be white as like and gloss paint. But there's still yeah. is is still that like you got that uh, that that. that yeah, that's how I've always been taught. Yeah, to, look at that British what... royal family, dude. They all look like that. No <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, but but no, yeah, I like that's, that's yeah, the, no. like you said that's what that's what I've always perceived it like that like n- not skin color like it didn't like um uh, people say oh, you know, it's gonna be dark or your your face is gonna be black and that's always what I've taken it as like um as that not as obviously your skin color you're gonna be turn out but you know if you if you if you're good you're gonna your skin's gonna turn white and that's that's not yeah, it it'll go white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro man you just killed all the hope for all the Asians man. <laughs> <laughs> they all thought they were gonna like come out white skinned man. I, I tell you what's crazy though is when I was uh, when we were in um Thailand, uh, my wife she she like caught my attention, pointed up towards a poster, and they were literally like um, the craziest adverts, right? They had because on some of the places there, they had those uh, moving adverts, um, like a movie playing on like a billboard. It's not built, it's like oh, a, right, right, right. like a, like a board, but doing like um your bus stop. It's about that size, but uh, it was actually a, a video, and uh, so it's like a screen basically. And there was one advert right where <laughs> the lady's like. Um, She's looking at her face, right? And she's like, it's a bit dark. And it's almost like they've, they've put something on her face to make her look dark. And then this other lady comes with the, with like this powder thing. And she gets it. And she puts it on her face. And all of a sudden, she turns white. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the whole you know, the whole day is all bright all of a sudden. And everything It's just like, it's everywhere. <laughs> look how, look how, like just, they've, they've taken over everywhere. That white is good for you. And uh, any, any shade of darkness is kind of bad for you. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember this uh, one 
program that my mum used to watch. Some Indian program. And uh, they had two daughters. And one was dark-skinned and one was light-skinned. And the light-skinned one was obviously all getting all the the good rich there and the dark-skinned mm-hmm. one. And the funny thing is, I remember that the dark-skinned girl, so instead of getting a dark-skinned actress, they got our light-skinned actress and darkened the face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then I think at the end of it, or something, something happens and... She gets light skinned or something, and she finds her husband. I don't know. I can't have kids, but it's it's true. It's like pushed so much, you know. You you're light skinned, and no. but then they all want tans. No. They all spend like thousands of pounds. So, and no, this, yeah. this is it. It's all stupid. Nobody knows what the hell they want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. You're too white, you want to get a tan. Too dark, you want to powder your face up and become white. It's just it's crazy. Just play, be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, you are what you are, and that's it. You know. Going back to the point of uh, saying say saying the n word, right? Uh, would it be the same? Like, if someone caught, came up to you and called you a packy, right? Would it be? Is it? And then, would you be offended by that? No. Okay. So you're talking about me personally, right? Yeah. If I had white friends and black friends, mm. okay, no, so I have got, so I take that back. I have got white friends and black friends there, and <laughs> they say to me all the time, packy. Yeah, oh, okay. you don't packy. Yeah, I don't think nothing of it. Yeah, if like someone on the street went up to me and said, "Oh, you packy, go back home." Yeah, I wouldn't get offended that he called me a packy. I would get more offended the fact that he's trying to offend. That it's just the fact that he's trying to be racist that would annoy me, <laughs> not the fact that he's calling me a packy. Yeah, you know I mean that's just. Like, well, I don't really care. To him. So, so you, a, you're disappointed at his, um, like, uh, level, at his racism, at, at his level of insult. You, you, th- you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you should try I, harder. I find that quite, I try harder. Definitely try harder. <laughs> but I definitely be annoyed. Be original. Yeah, I'd be annoyed that he's trying to be racist, but it doesn't really happen much to me anymore. To be honest, but to tell you what, I'd be more annoyed about. I'd be more about the fact that he, you can't really do anything, and that's the most annoying thing. What I'd really want is for the guy to push me, you know, or <laughs> to, because you can't, so wait, you wait, can't you, do anything. You'd want the guy to physically assault you. Yeah, definitely. Hundred. If I had the choice between someone <laughs> just being racist to me, like say coming up to me and saying, yeah. "Oh, you packy, you smell, go home," yeah. right? And someone doing that and pushing me, I'd take pushing me or swinging at me any day, any day, hundred percent. Why is that? Yeah. Because then obviously I could defend myself. I can't touch him if he's, but, but if he's just why, swearing why, Okay, okay. But why would you want to be in a position where you need to defend yourself? Because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here comes the psychotic side. It is fun, man. Come on. Look, the truth is, in this country, all right, if someone's swearing at you, you can't say nothing to him. You literally can't, right? If someone swings at you, I've got the right to defend myself. So if he's that stupid and he's that brave that he thinks that, okay, you know what? Um, I hate brown people yeah. or I hate Pakistanis. Then, okay, do something. <laughs> and that's, what, that's what I don't like. like. I'll be honest with you, the thing that annoyed me the most is one time, right? So I'm at the I'm at the petrol station and I'm waiting and I'm just having some chocolate and I'm waiting. And this guy comes and knocks on my door. And, uh, okay, I thought I'd been sat at the uh, the you know the, the petrol station car park for too long yeah so he's telling me to move so i just opened my window all that high and he's and he said to me uh 
what do you call it? Uh, you can't stay here. And I was like, oh, right, okay, no worries. Yeah, I'll move him. I'm just moving. And he goes, no, 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 you can't stay here. So I'm like, what? And he's like, are you, are you Muslim? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, but you can't stay in this country, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I get out of the car, right? And I'm thinking, okay, maybe this guy's, you know. And I say, excuse me, do you want to say that again? And he starts walking off. So yeah, he probably, he's, he probably he's, thinks he's he's done. He's done his days. So, yeah, he's yeah. done his he's done his they, good deed for yeah. Me. yeah. <laughs> so I'm more annoyed the fact the guy's walking off to be honest. With you. <laughs> so I start saying to him, "No, you know what? I love this country. I earn so much money, and look at you. You look like a tramp, yeah." So I'm gording him. I'm winding up, but this guy's not falling for nothing, man. He just walks off. I was so disappointed. Yeah, the, the, uh, like majority of the interactions I've had, are, uh, like with um, people like that, it's just, I'll be honest, it's always been white people. I've never really had a, <laughs> I've, never, I've never, never really had a racist interaction with a black person. Um, I can't like, say that I have either. <laughs> <laughs> but. That is like a typical behavior. It's like uh, you they say they'll say a few words and then they'll walk away, and it'll be a case of yeah, like almost like wanting you to initiate any sort of uh, altercation. Like yeah, yeah. The words like uh, I'm I'm gonna say something to sort of get you to react, and then I mean I don't know what they're expecting out of there because they will end up getting their asses kicked, but. Yeah, but they, I think they'll take a beating. But then the problem is, obviously, I don't want to do anything illegal. You know, I don't want to get in no, trouble with the police. Yeah, you, you don't want to get, you don't want to, you don't want to do anything like that. Yeah. One thing, so, one thing I've always found that is they've never had any heart. This is going back from like school days, like early school days. Yeah, I'm talking year seven, year eight, like when I was like thirteen, uh, twelve, thirteen. Never had any heart. None of them, ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. The, it's true the, 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 the amount of time I got into like plenty of fights in school and stuff, right? And to be honest, I didn't really know how to fight. It's just swing. I didn't at the time. I didn't do boxing or anything. And um, but even then, like because at the end of the day, you're just two people who don't know how to fight swinging at each other. But I'm still there, right? <laughs> there would be like three of them. They would run, and they're thinking, well, like. Don't have any heart, yeah, don't have any honor, nothing. Yeah, just run. And uh, I think one other time like, I had a, a racist interaction, yeah. And this time it was uh, with, uh, with some Gujarati, a Gujarati guy, yeah. This is hilarious. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. so he was racist towards you? Yeah, yeah. He was, well, he didn't know. So this is the funny thing. So I was, okay. with, uh, I was with someone and... Um, we had to we had to we had to get rid of some uh, we had to sell something. Mm. So the the person I was with was is Gujarati. So uh, their family knew this um, this Gujarati jeweler. So we go to this jeweler, and uh, he's talking he's talking in English, right? Mm. And uh, he's telling us how he knows. The, this this elder guy for so long blah 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 yeah. so he goes you know um, 
he goes he goes you know what i'm going to give you a really good price on this jewel jewelry yeah yeah we'll give you give you a really good deal on this gold hmm. and so we're like all right how much and he's like look you know i'll give you uh just because it's you you know i'll give you we'll give you <laughs> just because it's, it's you you know i love, and, I love uh, that line yeah and we know this guy right he'll give you three thousand two hundred right and uh, i'm like okay and uh, he goes but you know what and uh, he spoke, he's speaking in like weird English, you know, but yeah. he's from back home. And he goes, don't go to them Pakistanis, right? Because, you know, they're all thieves and liars. Right? <laughs> 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 so I'm like looking at this guy thinking, oh my God, you know, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I cannot be bothered. I got respect for this elder. So I, I said, leave him. Yeah. So I walked out. Went to the Pakistani shop, right? And no joke, straight up just asked him, look, how much is this? I don't know you or anything. How much is this? And uh, he said, look, you know, here, you probably get about four, four and a half. Mm. If you go to the the city, you probably get five for it, right? He told us straight up, no, no, nothing, right? And uh, all I was thinking for that guy, man, what did I do, man? (laughs) You experienced a lot of racism from good use. Personally, not much, right? Personally, mm-hmm. being honest with you, personally, um, and I think a lot of that has just got to do with, uh, you know, maybe my personality or whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I've generally I generally get on with everyone, and I think maybe I'm a bit psychotic a little bit as well. So I think if someone was racist, I'd probably lose the plot a little bit. If you know what I mean, like if my kids or whatever, or if I was in the madrasa and someone said something in imam, I'd probably slap him to be honest with you. I'll, I'll be honest, I can't take it. I just cannot understand why people are that stupid. So I would lose my wait, head. Wait, wait. I, you would slap an imam? I would slap anyone. I, I don't care. Someone's racist to me. You know, especially imam, I would lose the plot. I would literally lose the plot. What if he had a go at you and it wasn't your fault, but it was like, over, it wasn't racist, it was something else? No, I, I don't care about that. That's fine. Okay, just race. I don't have pride. I don't have pride oh. in like who no, you no, are. No, I'm not, no, I'm not. I'm not saying. I don't even. I wouldn't even treat a normal person who's racist to me like that. But I believe, and this is what we were going back to, what we said before. Mm. If you portray yourself as religious, no. if you hold yourself to a certain standard, then and you're racist, then you're amongst the worst people in the world. That's that's what I believe. Mm. You know, so if you say you're a preacher or you're an imam, you you have to leave that. You know, you can't claim to be on the... Because what we say is that the imams are like the inheritors of the prophets. Mm. You know, alayhi, alayhi salam. So, uh, alayhi salam. So if you are the inheritor of the prophet, alayhi salam, then, you oh, know, you gotta, uh, you got to act a certain way. Mm. That's true. Yas, I think Yas is back from Tablik. <laughs> Yas, how is Jamaat? <laughs> ah, he's not replying. So should we wrap it up? Yeah, wrap it up. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, let's wrap it up here. Uh, inshallah, we'll be back uh, when next week, I guess, for the next one. Um, check out the website, subscribe, share, all that nonsense. Um, Nopodgesgiven.com and inshallah we will catch up with you guys next time. Assalamu alaikum.
Ma kaç şey sen sağ olun ki var ekosan atla. Aa,